Hello, welcome to It Ain't New, the show that represents the history of ethnic minority groups in the USA and where knowledge becomes power. If you don't know, now you know. We're Nike, Boa, Estar, your very real hosts. All right, we're back to recording. Okay. So, yes. So, so really, what I'm saying, <laughs> I love how it starts saying. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, the reason why I brought up saying, like, Soy Inc. Okay. I don't know if it was necessarily Isuman's, like, actual creative idea, but I'm saying it in the sense of, like, because SM, since their kind of founding, SM and the creative minds behind it, not just Isuman, but the creative minds behind it were very much, like, forward thinking, at least. Okay. So, when you look at uh, even the change to using Soy Ink, even the change to using more, uh, less plastic and more paper for uh, their albums and things like that, that was really the creative minds being like, okay, this is becoming a problem. Like, we're not going to necessarily mm-hmm. stop them from buying, mm-hmm. you know, 20, 40 albums. Like, in fact, we don't want them to stop buying. Right. No. So let's make it. Because it counts towards, like, charts and things. Exactly. Exactly. So let's make it better. Let's print this in soy ink on cardboard and send that. Like, we can recycle the boxes. We can, re- like, anything that doesn't necessarily get used, like, we can do that. Now, there's still obviously still a problem with some of the plastic that's used Mm -hmm. but there's less of it and that was literally sm being like we don't want them to stop buying so many albums but we do see that this could be a problem in the future right this is also why people were complaining because i think there was one song i don't know it was an esther song maybe right around the time when isuman was leaving sm that's when uh the nepo baby decided to say that it was because he was he wanted to change one of Esther's songs to be about trees. And and I'm like, I mean, he's being a little environmentally conscious. What's wrong with that? But of course, they're kind of like, well, this is not what we think should be going forward. And it was like this weird argument that became where it's like, no, these are actual problems that he's trying to solve mm-hmm. and trying to move forward in. Mm. So now when he's not in the picture... Because he was also the mind behind what we even call culture technology. Right. And, but, and then this was why he was actually moving towards, like, NCT and ESPA and, like, everybody being a part of Kwanya, which, legit, I can't wait to do a deep dive into Kwanya because it's one of my favorite places to be. (laughs) One of my favorite places to talk about, at least. But around that time there's still no other real companies even talking about like having their own essentially metaverse for their artists Mm. and like it's a weird space because i'm like well all of the other like everybody's moving faster and faster into ai Mm -hmm. all this other stuff and none of the music is really thinking of following but they kind of are but it's just like a weird space where no one's talking about it no one's discussing how we're going to do that how things are going to be even um 
like when it comes to creatively, like what things are going to be owned, which is a huge problem happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, well, mainly because y'all didn't kick Isuman out. <laughs> so he's like, whatever. But I heard she's in China right now, basically trying to create another SM with other former SM execs. So I'm just like, by all means, dude, please come back. <laughs> and this is why I'm you saying, again, this is my like opinion. No. The man and this will again, retire when he's dead. Thank you. And this is again why I'm just like this is why we get the performance of JYP as much as I do love JYP. Oh my god. That performance oh my god. was wild <laughs> and unhinged. And okay, yes, let, let's please talk about it. Um <laughs> and I, I speak as a fan, you know, who is like, y'all wish that you could have, you know, the the nerve to do that when you are his age. Yeah. But I was just like, bah. <laughs> Stylist? <laughs> like, I, y- did you have one? Like, like, if he had just looked hot and done that, it would have been fine. But that he looked like a guy liner mess, I was just Ooh. like... It was also the reactions right. that made it so much just, I don't even know, better, worse, who knows. Mm-hmm. But Dio and Crystal being like, how do I respond to this? Other people just being purely shocked. And then just be, I was like, what happened? And then my first thought went, it's because Papa Suman is not there. <laughs> Papa Suman would have been like, um, Dio, this might doing? not be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, like this <laughs> might not be a good idea. I can't find it. We'll have to look for it in, like, Korean. I have to... No, I... I, I, um... I did see the Jackson reaction video. Yes. Yeah. Um... But, like, what makes me upset is that I first saw it mm -hmm. as, like, a TikTok meme for man is going through, like, a a middle-aged crisis. Right. No, he is not. His stylist was like MIA but he is right. not going through a middle age crisis like the man is doing fine is, he just this looked is insane yeah that, so yeah. I was just like oh you didn't want to become viral that way but okay so so this I recently just finally got around to watching the Barbie movie uh-huh. and right now everything that you're saying is like was he crazy Barbie cause crazy <laughs> Barbie was the one who got real messed up because like some kids played crazy, with her to the point where she no, broke down. Crazy Barbie looked like Cynthia from Rugrats. <laughs> so, not necessarily. I don't know what was... No, I know what was going on. Papa Suman is gone. And JYP has no one to look to. Like, this is what people don't understand about K-pop. People don't connect the beginning of k-pop to k-pop now Mm. but i can guarantee you all of the people that were there in the beginning behind the scenes and in front of the camera are the same people that are there now Mm -hmm. like no one has necessarily changed even people you would think quote-unquote left did not actually leave most of the time they're the producers of these songs that y'all are loving so much. yeah like they tend to just move behind the camera right or become dance like literally or become choreographers mm-hmm. or become stylists or like they're mm-hmm. they did not actually leave there's very few that have actually left the industry yeah. mm-hmm. like very few 
Um, and granted, I don't think they really should because a lot of them were actually very good just in different areas. Yeah. Um, so again, like even for um oh my goodness, why sketchbook. Yeah. Dude was literally there in the beginning of K pop. Yeah. <laughs> like what we understand is K pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think everyone goes there? Like I'm like the people just don't they don't connect it to that. Like and it gets kind of weird because it's like I think one of the issues that JYP is having right now is that JYP doesn't have a successor. Yeah. He hasn't he named anyone. Would be able to even take over mm-hmm. to kind of get it on. And it's weird because it's like you have to train a successor. Like right. you need which time. is which is exactly where Isuman went wrong. I'm sorry. But granted, the nephew is not actually CEO anymore, but still. Like, you, you need time like, to pick a successor and train them and, like, right. pass the company on to them. Right. And I think one of the issues that has happened, especially at JYPE, because we're not necessarily just talking about the person here, people. <laughs> one of the things that happened is that almost all of his people, all of the people that could have been his successor mm-hmm. are gone. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not at JYP. Right. And we figured out, as much as I love Rain, and everybody should know, I do love Rain, he's not a good manager of talent. He's great at finding talent. He's great at even training talent. He's great at inspiring He's great at them. being the talent. But he's not great at actually managing the talent. And so he can't take over. Um... In fact, when he even tried to take over, he ended up handing it back to JYP. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a whole thing about that, people. <laughs> then you get to... So, yeah. So, at SM, what I'm waiting for to happen at SM, I don't know if it actually will happen, is I'm going to need Boa and, <laughs> and Kanta and... Who else could theoretically like be good like Suho. managing <laughs> yes like i'm going to need i'm gonna just need them folks to take over and but i mean look at it this is the same thing that i i know some other people too thought about with yg mm-hmm. everyone was like if big bang takes over or even if just gd and top take over like they'll be fine but right now, everybody's like, what's going on at YG? So that's why I'm like, what's happening now is no one knows where YG is. Isuman is not in Korea. <laughs> and because of that, JYP doesn't know necessarily who to turn to, except for turning to Bang Shiuk. But Bang Shiuk is kind of going around. I don't know what he's doing. Because that interview, I still hope it was not real. But that interview of taking the K out of K-pop was kind of wild. I was like, uh, but we're not trying to create, we're not trying to go back to the generic or general pop style. Like that's, a lot of people kind of moved to K-pop because it wasn't so much American pop. Right. 
so it offered an alternative that, yeah i was like so to go back to that is kind of weird to me i hope he was meaning something else i don't think so because for me the most recent txt releases mm -hmm. have been yeah. very western and while i like them i don't really like they're not scratching my k-pop itch and right it bothers me that i think my favorite like txt release is their debut and like it's like crown and it's very k-pop and they don't even perform it at concerts anymore right like i've seen txt twice and i've never seen crown live and so i'm a little I, I get that this is where they're heading, especially with a company like Hybe, mm -hmm. um, where, you know, they have a firm foothold in the Western market now. And they've been making managerial moves behind the scenes, like acquiring, you know, smaller labels and things. And they mm -hmm. definitely want to become like a global thing. But personally, as a K-pop fan, I hate that when people think, oh, we want to be more global, that immediately means we want to be more Western. We want to be more American. Like, I get that the right. U.S. is the biggest music market um, and that the second one is Japan, and Japan's not really, like, going to move into, like, a global culture anytime soon because they don't have to. Um, right. I, I just don't know that the Americanization of K-pop is something I'm here for in the long run. Be because it's going into like i don't i really want to have a sit down chat with some of these people to really you like, like or at least kind of sort of I mean, hey why not i would love to sit and just be like okay what like where are these and then even be like okay i see where your mind went here what's going on now right because in the move to literally take the k out of k like it's so weird because in korea there's a very big difference in or at least when it comes to like how fans react to certain things there's a big difference between or at least you can tell where it's like let me rephrase this not the fans more so in the critic space mm -hmm. the critics recognize i mean they should they're critics but they recognize the difference between what's western and mm -hmm. what's essentially more korean so like when i read even uh who is that that i ended up reading i can't remember the person's name right now it's neither here nor there but there's like this huge there's a section of people who are just like k-pop is just western pop anyway and i'm like no it's really not huge eye roll <laughs> doesn't right i'm like no it doesn't matter that you've got like all these different western producers correct or people from the west on there they're like i'll give an example Taman's move mm. literally produced by a black hold on sorry now this is getting into something else that I figured out folks always talk about how Korea has no race right 
Um, what do you mean by that? Or because they have one race, there's no oh, like okay. racism. There's no the homogenous, or they don't um, know. Mm-hmm. There's the this huge thing of like Korea doesn't know yeah. race because they don't really have the racial differences. And I'm like, am I allowed to laugh out loud at that? Yes, you are. Please do, because I'm just like, <laughs> it's it's an absurd thought. <laughs> I feel like. like. Y- because um, you have a monoculture, you think that makes you race blind? Right. No, people like, really do believe that. That's why when there's situations that happen, especially in K-pop, where you're just like, oh, this was actually quite racist, there's always that fallback of, well, they didn't know. Like, you know how like, early, on in, early on when we were like recording, we are like, we don't like the word colorblind? This oh, kind of falls see, into even that. Er- see, even early on, that still doesn't make sense exactly right and even from just two research papers that i had to do for a class (laughs) but but there's a difference between being like okay they didn't know to then carrying it to the the conclusion the erroneous conclusion so they can like they're excused Right, but I mean, this is what people still even try and hold to to this day. I will buy like, that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, to a certain extent, like oh, in a monoculture, you know, how are they supposed to be race conscious? But I don't carry that over to then right. they can be as racist as they want, right, with impunity, right, right, exactly. And <laughs> but the thing is, though, even just with Korea's history, there's no way. But again, people don't necessarily think about this either. But with Korea's history, there's no way that they don't know. Correct, because Americans have been there at least for the past 70 years. But even longer than that, before that, right? when you have That's what I'm Japan saying. and China coming in, like you can't mm-hmm. claim that you oh, don't but, know. Oh, but you know, they all look alike, Bella. So I know, like, there's that. It, uh, it was still a monoculture. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Except, you know, we all spoke that different languages. Sarcasm. Except we all spoke different Thank languages, you. and we don't really all look alike. For those that don't know, Thank now you, you know. Thank you. So, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, going back to... I had to say okay, that to Taman, go back yeah. to Taman. Going back to Taman. Taman's move as an example. Yeah. So, on the surface, of course, you're going to be, okay, Western producer, obviously producing something for a K-pop artist. Mm-hmm. The first... Also, I think this, I think the producer used to work at Capitol as well, Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so can again, see that. Very, so down the street over in Hollywood. American pop. Yes, very American pop, right? He, when he tells the story of how he produced it, he basically, because what you do is you basically write these songs and you shop the songs around mm-hmm. to different people. Mm-hmm. That's how movies are made too. Thank you. So. The song gets to SM, and if people don't understand how SM works too, SM actually has these camps where mm-hmm. they're like, "Here's the projects we've got coming up. We're writing songs for these projects." Mm-hmm. And Hype, then they go Hype through has the song. Them too. Right, most presumably JYP songs. has yeah, all major JYP has them. Oh, so this was there was a whole like contract thing where essentially a lot of the people who were at SM were also producing for uh, JYP. Yeah, like the same songs essentially were being shop between sm sure. and jyp this i mean that's how a lot of started out 
Right. Even if you look at the uh, credits, like it'll be like, oh, this person, and then it'll probably have SM on there as a credit too. Mm-hmm. So, or YG, because a lot of Stray Kids stuff, uh, if you look at the credits, they actually credit uh, folks at YG. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, so SM, you know, has these things. They pick the songs. They're like, okay, it sounds good. But they literally send word back to the <laughs> to the producer hey, in the second verse, can you do this? And they will literally tell him, like, hey, can you, like, change it around? You actually, honestly, people, in order to really understand this, you have to listen to Take Famous Move. <laughs> but they tell him to basically change it around. And then I believe there's a modulation of some sort in Take in Move at one point. I'm not listening to it right now, so I can't tell you exactly where. But literally they tell him to change the song. And this is why I can say most K-pop won't have good radio play in America mm. because it's not modulated for, for American ears. Right. It's not Which is why for... I like it. <laughs> Which right. is why it's, it's not... catchy to me. It's that not too. what like, I'll hear on Z100 all day or what is Chinese the LA or radio like, station. You could say oh, Kiss FM or Coast 103.5. Yeah. Definitely right. Coast 103.5. I don't listen gonna... to the radio on either coast. Right. Um, but like it's just not suited for Western ears. I, to be honest, it's weird. Or Western to, palettes. Like... Yeah, it's weird to say it like that. But yeah, it's not suited. To be honest, it's not suited for it's weird to say that but it is it's not suited for innovation it's not suited for and i what i mean by innovation in this sense is not like oh new stuff no it's not suited for improv in music this is why you have to have specific Mm. radio stations for jazz this is why you have to have specific radio stations for r&b or for any other even for rap you can't put rap a lot of times. Well, now you can because they've changed a lot of how rap sounds. But like, you're not gonna find, for example, mm. Metro Boomin, the mm. the producer for um, Spider Verse. Mm. You're not gonna find the majority of those songs on Kiss FM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they the it just doesn't fit. Right. And then there's a bunch of songs that Metro Boomin has that literally is a combination of classical, like literally classical strings with an R&B vocal and a very hardcore rap, like in one song. That does not fit for the kind of general, it's weird to say, like, yeah, because we don't have, we can't really say, or I'm not necessarily saying that, like, it's monotone or bad or something, but, like, the general, I mean, that's what pop music was supposed to be. It's kind of like everybody can listen to it type of thing. Mm-hmm. But then who is everybody? <laughs> but, so like, because I mean, think about it. If mm-hmm. you look at Motown, a lot of people basically said Motown and even Whitney Houston. A lot of black people did not like Whitney Houston at the beginning because they were like, she's too cookie cutter. Mm. This was why she had to change. In fact, she went to, was it the Soul Train Awards? She went to some Black award show. She was invited because it was actually where she met Bobby Brown, (laughs) interestingly enough. Um, She got booed off stage. Whitney Houston. Which you would think now, most Black people love her for sounding too essentially white. Ah. 
Like they were like, you're too cookie cutter. Like your stuff is kind of mm. just like meh. catering like, to the white audience way. was what they were thinking. Right. Cause they were like, it's too, I mean, this is the same thing we use when we talk about food. Like we're like, right. white people don't use spices right. <laughs> unless they're like Cajun or something. Like, <laughs> like they have to be a specific type of white. <laughs> Like this, it's the same thing when they talk about like pop. And for me, that's what was happening. Like, especially when the time I started to listen to particularly K-pop music, like I was already into Korean popular culture, Mm -hmm. but like, I would only listen to OSTs and most of those are ballads, but Mm -hmm. like, and a very different kind of happening. Right. But that's what was happening. Like, I'm listening to, so if we're listening to pop music, I'm listening to ballads. I'm listening to, I don't know. I was actually listening to more rock and roll back then. And I mean like heavy metal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, there was something that I wanted that was not in the American popular music industry at the time. Yeah. Um, or at least when it comes to the actual category of pop music. Because popular music has so many meanings to it. Mm-hmm. So then K-pop comes along, and I'm listening to, like, shiny Sherlock. And oh. <laughs> uh, we're getting, like, what? Ad toy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. Or BAPs, um, which I love BAPs, but these are B-side tracks. I was not necessarily a title track person. Still uh-huh. not, but... We've got BAPs like Fermata. Like, I'm listening to these like jazz lounge rap songs mm-hmm. from a K pop group, like, literally a pop group they're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And it's like, for K pop to now switch to like this, it's like reselling this weird. Even boy bands were like, weren't like that. Like, NSYNC was not really doing, even though they played them on the stuff, NSYNC was really not doing a lot of, I don't know, cookie cutter. They weren't Backstreet Boys. Right. So, even 98 Degrees, like, they really weren't, that wasn't the area that they were in. And this was why I tended to like their music more. I do still like Backstreet Boys, but it's like, you have to want that. Mm-hmm. This was not what I was wanting. This is why mm-hmm. subcultures exist. This is why K-pop was still mm-hmm. a big deal. I'm putting that in air quotes because it wasn't mainstream, but it was still it still had a good following of people in America. Thank you all for listening to It Ain't New, where if you don't know, now you know. We're Nike, Bella, Estar. Please show us some love on Spotify by leaving us a rating or a review and join our Patreon so we can grow and continue to give you all wonderful content.